Hey there, welcome to the Deliver On Your Business podcast, where you are the boss. I'm Ron from EntreeCourier.com. Entree is from entrepreneur, for somebody who is in business for themselves. And here's the deal, folks. If you're an independent contractor, you are operating a business, ready or not. So that makes you an Entree Courier. Welcome to the club. This podcast is here to help you think like a business owner and to thrive in your business. So let's get started, shall we? Yeah, I know. That's kind of like, how do you kill a podcast in uh, three easy seconds, huh? You can understand why I'm doing podcasts and not music videos, right? So, for those of you who have not already bailed on this episode after that horrible bit of singing, hey there, Courier Nation. It is episode two on the Deliver on Your Business podcast. And that is the question of the day, though. Who are you? Today is the first of six episodes that we're going to be looking into the business plan of doing your delivery business. I know what you're thinking. Nobody needs a business plan for the gig economy. Business plans, that's that's like fundraising. That's all that stuff. Folks, this isn't so much about writing a plan itself. Now, you might want to go ahead and do that, but it's more about just diving into the pieces of a plan. There are reasons that that business plan is structured the way it is so that people think about these things because these are all things that are kind of the foundation. They're the basis of what you do. And so we're going to look at some different things. And we're going to be starting off today with who you are, how you are structured. The first part is the structure of a business and how it is made up. Now, for us, it's pretty simple. You're a sole proprietor. And uh, it's a good idea to go ahead and start understanding some things like a LLC and S corporation. Those are things that are always options for you as an independent contractor. But that's also a good later on down the line kind of thing to talk about. But today what I want to do is I want to look into the part of what we do that is being an independent contractor. In particular, I want to look at what is an independent contractor as opposed to being an employee? Because if you're thinking at all about starting delivery work for any of these companies in the gig economy, like Grubhub, Uber Eats, DoorDash, Postmates, or and the rideshare side like Uber and Lyft, or any kind of other gig economy option that requires you to be an independent contract, you want to make sure that you're absolutely aware of what it is you're getting yourself into before you start. And if you've already started, it is still a good idea to get to know exactly what that means. So here's a good way that I can think of to try and explain the difference a little bit. Let's say that you your car needs some work and you're like I am where I'm not sure I trust myself enough on certain parts of car work, you know, so... I've got my choice. You know, I can either go to Dave across the street, who's pretty good with cars, and I'll give him a few bucks and uh, a six-pack, and I'll buy all the parts, and he'll do the work for me and do a pretty good job. Or I can take it over to uh, Jim's garage, you know, and either way, it's kind of like I've got a choice between having an individual do the work for me or taking it to a business. Now, see, when a business needs people to do work for them, it's kind of the same thing except for... It's more defined. See, 
with a business, there really are only those two choices that they can hire an individual or they can hire a business. And when they hire an individual, the only real option as an individual is as an employee. And uh, so even if you're, you know, Frank, the accountant, and you've hung up a shingle, well, when they hire you, they don't hire you necessarily as an employee, or if they don't hire Frank as an employee of the company, then what they have done is they've hired him as a business. And when you are Ron, the delivery courier, and they haven't put you on payroll, you are a contractor. And that's kind of what the difference is, that that there are two classifications and really only two classifications when you're doing work for a business. It is either as an individual, as an employee, or it is as a business. And an independent contractor is just a form of a business. So hopefully that made a little more sense on it. But, you know, the thing that you've got to ask yourself is, why is it really even important? Because if if I'm an independent contractor, it's really pretty much the same thing, isn't it? And see, this is the problem. This is the whole problem with this whole designation thing, because too many gig workers, they look at it that way. You know, they just kind of see it as, oh, I do some work, I get paid. I don't really care what they call me. I don't care if I'm a business owner or whatever. As long as I'm getting paid for the work I'm doing, I'm happy, right? And this is why I've got such a problem with the choice that Grubhub and Uber Eats and DoorDash, Postmates, Rideshare Places, Uber, Lyft, you know, them saying that you're an independent contractor, to me, it shouldn't be allowed. But um, that's that's a whole nother topic also. But the problem is, is they know full well that drivers are thinking that way. They know full well that drivers don't understand that difference. And that's the way they want it. Because if the drivers don't understand the difference, then the driver's more likely to think like an employee and it is easier for them to control them. But folks, the difference is huge. And it's important to understand the difference because it's very different to be an employee than it is to be an independent contractor. And the main difference between the two comes down to protection. A company has the responsibility to take care of its employees. It is required by law to do so and to provide protections. And if you make money thanks to your employee, well, you know, you've got an obligation to take care of them, right? Well, what they do is they make you a contractor so that they don't have to take care of you. They call you a business instead of a person. And the problem with that is it all comes down to the protections. See, when you're an employee, you've got a whole slew of protections and benefits that come with employment. You know, minimum wage is the big one that everybody talks about, you know, that you've got to be uh, ensured that you're making at least a certain amount of money for the time that you put into it. Overtime is another one. I mean, how many people here in in this, the full-time drivers are doing 60, 70, 80? I see some people doing 100 plus hours a week. And, you know, there's there's no more pay for that 41st hour than there is for hours one through 40, you know? There's family medical leave, uh, meaning that if you had to leave your position for a little while because of, let's say, a medical issue or something, the company cannot take that job away from you. 
There's things like workers' compensation, where if you're hurt on the job, the company has to take care of you. There's unemployment insurance so that if something happens to your job, you're covered, you have income while you look for something else. Health insurance, disability insurance, and you know there are some areas where that's not required, but especially if you're full-time and a company has so many employees, they have to provide that for you. There is reimbursement for your work expenses, and that's a huge one when you're using your own car to drive around. So there's all of these different things, and a business is required to provide those things for an employee. Now, the trade-off is freedom, because as an employee, when the business is is paying for your time and they are giving you all of these protections, they also have the right to control your work. They can dictate when you work, where you work, what kind of work you do. And as long as you're being paid, they get that right to control your time for the time that they're paying you for. And so the protections are there to kind of prevent them from going overboard on all of that. Well, what about the advantages of being an independent contractor? See, the thing is, is as an independent contractor, you are classified as though you are running a business. That means you get the rights that go with running a business. You get the freedom. The bottom line is, it is all about freedom. As an independent contractor, you've got the right to set your own schedule, determine when you work. You get to choose how you work, and you get to choose the areas that you work. As an independent contractor, you get the right to work for whoever you want to work for. And so if it makes more sense to you for you to do work for multiple apps, you have that right. You've got the right to set your own prices. Um, Okay, Houston, we got a problem there. You know, to a certain extent, you do have a right to set your own prices. If you listen to me very much, though, you're setting your prices by choosing which deliveries you accept, whether or not those pay enough. So there's sort of a right there, It's but it's not quite as much as it should be. So there's kind of a problem there. But anyway, you know, the thing is that also you cannot be controlled. You cannot actually be supervised by these companies. And your obligation to the companies is only to perform the work that you agreed to perform for the price that you're going to perform it for. And so as a delivery contractor, your obligation only begins at the moment you accept an order to deliver and it ends when you finish delivering that order. So you don't have obligations to anything else, to accept other orders, to to work certain areas of town, none of that. You know, so that's, that's the, The benefit of being a contractor is freedom. The trade-off for the freedom? Well, you're on your own, baby. You don't get those protections that an employee gets. You know, if if uh, if the position goes away, there's no unemployment insurance. If you're hurt on the job, there's no workers' comp. There's no minimum wage. There's no holiday pay. There's no overtime. There's none of those guarantees. There's none of that insurance. And your expenses, you're totally on your own. And so it's up to you to kind of determine if your expenses are really more than what your benefits are. And so that's kind of the trade-off on either side. With an employee, you get the protections and you get the guarantees, but you don't get the freedom. As a contractor, you get the freedom but you lose all of those other protections. Now, the question you've got to ask is, which one is better? If you asked me, my answer would be both and neither. You know, ultimately, it depends on you. You know, I can't say for you which is better. 
employment is better for a lot of people. Um, for a lot of other people, contracting is better. Personally, contracting is, is my choice because I want that freedom and, uh, and, and actually because of the things that I want to do, and I'll get into that some next week, it's more that, um, that freedom is a non-negotiable for me. So it's a matter of whether or not giving up those protections and those guarantees for you is a fair exchange for the freedom and the increased opportunity that you get as an independent contractor. And here's the problem is that the gig companies don't explain this well. They don't explain it at all. They really just don't explain it. You know, all that they do is really they use the word independent contractor several times in in their contract and they make sure that it's very clear that independent contractor is in there so that you know that you are an independent contractor. They just don't tell you what it means. They don't tell you the risks that are involved. They don't tell you that you don't have the guarantees. They don't explain that you don't have the protections because let's be honest about it. If they told you those things, they wouldn't get enough people to do the work for them. That's, that's the truth of the matter. But this is why this is the first principle that we've got to look at. You know, if, if you're a new contractor coming in, you've got to understand that before you sign on. And even if you're not a new contractor, but you've never totally understood those differences, well, it is important that you understand them before you go any further, because you've got to decide, is that a fair exchange? Are you willing to give up those freedoms or are you better off moving on to something else? You have to decide which one is most important to you. Now, I tried to give you at least an idea of what that difference is, but if you've got questions about it, if you're still not sure, please shoot me a question. You know, you, you can comment on uh, the page for this episode on our website. You can go to our contact page. You can email me. You can leave me a voicemail just to say, hey, I don't get this about being an independent contractor. What does that mean? And I'll do my best to find a way to answer you, okay? Either here on the podcast or by a direct reply or both. But in the end, it's up to you to make the choice. Is it better to be an employee? For some of you, absolutely. Is it better to have the protections? Absolutely for some of you. Or is it better to have the freedom and the extra opportunities that go with running your own business? And for me, it's the opportunity. It's the freedom. Those are the things that make a difference. But in the end, like I said, that's up to you. And I can't decide for you. Nobody else can. What do you prefer? And that is the answer to which one is best. If you decide to stick with it, if you decide that, okay, yeah, I want to go with this, that's what I'm here for. And that's what this website and this podcast are here for, is to help you with that, to claim those rights, because there are a lot of rights and there are a lot of opportunities to being a business owner. You get the opportunity to take control. And you hear me say that over and over, because it is that important to take control. And we'll be here to help you take control, apply the ideas and the tactics, and we'll look at all these business principles in the next 30 days, 29 days now, to help you be the boss. So that's going to do it for today. And I want to thank you, as always, for joining me. Tomorrow on Episode 3, we're going to look at Part 2 of the business plan, which is your mission statement. Now, folks, let's make this a conversation. 
you know, let me know your thoughts, questions, ideas, comment, ask questions, email, leave voicemail, whatever works for you so that we can make a conversation out of this. Speak up and let me know how I can help out. Finally, I want to ask this question if I've earned the right to do so. Can I ask a favor of you? If you find this useful, if you find any of the information on our website or on uh, the podcast to be useful to you, could you let people know about us? Share us on social media. Review us on wherever you get your podcasts. If there's people out there who can benefit from our information, then let them know about us. Meanwhile, you can learn more at EntreCourier.com. You can find us on Twitter, Facebook, and LinkedIn by searching for Entree Courier. You can sign up for our newsletter, uh, and that way you can get our Monday Motivation newsletter that also gives you a recap of all of the past week's activity. And uh, now that we're doing this uh, 31 daily cert, um, 31 day series, um, our next few newsletters are going to have a lot of activity uh, listed in those. One last thing that I want to ask you before you go, please go out and take control of your own life and career. And don't be afraid to call this a career. Embrace what you do. Take advantage of it and make the best of it. But more than anything, go and be the boss. <laughs>